Hello, it's Ryan from Communication Platform at communicationplatform.org. That's communicationplatform.org. And we are a humanitarian team that uh, works internationally with our partners, uh, working local professionals, community leaders around parts of Africa, Asia, Latin America. But of course, we are happy to work with anyone anywhere that is interested in our build a town program we encourage you to go to the website check it out you can download all our stuff for free lots of great community-based programs because who will save the world you will save the world it will be up to you it will not be your government it will not be any one uh, billionaire it will uh, not be any one, um, you know, charity group. It is a collective effort. And um, where the rubber really meets the road, as they say, is going to be with the input of local working professionals in the professional workplace, um, professional job sector, and also uh, community leaders and neighborhood leaders, people who are willing to stand up and take charge. So please reach out to us as we uh, grow our programs around the world. And so today's topic is solar ovens. Solar ovens save lives. So quick background for those of us who are not aware, talk a lot about, um, and we do do a lot of work with, um, you, know, you know, tuberculosis, you know, for TB and for malaria and HIV. And, you know, these things do kill lots of people in poor developing countries. But actually the real killer that nobody talks about in the kind of the popular charity, foundation, nonprofit world. The real killer is uh, fire, uh, fires, indoor fires and um, smoke, you know, that is created and smoke inhalation and smoke inhalation death from indoor fires is, is something super preventable with the idea of solar ovens. Now, as a disclaimer, because we work in various parts of the world, some very close to the equator where sunlight is not an issue and some uh, very far away from the equator where there's not enough sunlight. Solar ovens are contingent based on, you know, sunlight. And you can even still do it um, if it's a mildly cloudy day. But if you are in an area that is mostly darkness or very short days or very, very cloudy all the time or heavy rain, solar ovens just aren't going to work. So we should remember solar ovens are not a one-stop solution for all places but there's a lot of parts of the world that are uh able to really benefit from the amount of sunlight they get uh if using solar ovens even even if it's just for part or majority of the year but maybe not all 12 months they're just good smart things that people can be doing that you guys as community leaders working professionals neighborhood um you know leaders you can go ahead and get folks to do this and it doesn't take much so if you're not aware and i don't mean the solar ovens uh in, in developed in you know the first world industrialized countries that they can go ahead and you know you can buy these fancy ones now that can even boil water that's not what we're talking about we're talking about like good old-fashioned homemade cardboard box with tin foil um, that you can make uh, just on the fly. And we've done it out in the bush in East Africa and parts of Latin America, places where, you know, uh, there's smoke inhalation death. There's a real, real, real killer. And so background, uh, having, um, you, like I said, it can, be, it can be cardboard boxes and you can go ahead and um, when you're making them, there's various um, 
you know, you can go to on to our website to go ahead and see the different designs, but you know, the angle at which you go ahead and you lift the flap on cardboard boxes, will go ahead and that will matter the size of the cardboard box. Um, you want to make sure that you are trying to use a tin foil uh, kind of substance, uh, uh, substance, so you can go ahead and have the reflection of the sunlight. When you are using pans to cook in them, um, black pans seem to work the best. And we would remind folks that to get the most out of your solar oven, your homemade solar oven, we teach um, people to really utilize the middle of the day because that's when you're going to have to get most of the cooking done, even if though a lot of the cultures we work with, especially around different parts of Africa, they focus on a big dinner and they're not eating so much uh, in the middle of the day, but you still can get the food cooked uh, a lot of what you need to eat um, in the middle or, or late afternoon of the day. And so that's really important because you have to utilize those sun rays. So, and again, a little bit of fog, little bit of, if it's just a little, little bit of fog, little bit of cloudy weather, it will still work. If it's just, you know, super cloudy or very, you know, rainy, then that's, that's not going to work. And so, um, you, you know, you can go on, check our designs out for that. But uh, what you want to make sure you do is um, with the aluminum foil, um, you know, you need white glue and tie wire, some sealing tape, because um, you need to connect the aluminum foil to the recycled cardboard. What we find, the only thing that seems to be difficult access to make uh, solar ovens, homemade solar ovens for people out in the bush, far from the uh, city areas, is to go ahead and get the aluminum foil out there. And so we've set up programs where literally the either through local fundraising or charity drives, but that's something that people don't think about getting out into uh, rural areas. But in, you know, in doing so for just, you know, um, you know, uh, however many dozens you need for a small village or, you know, in your town or wherever it is, it, you get enough, those things last for a while. And it's, it's not something that you need a continuous supply of. So it's really important to go ahead and, you know, that we understand that aluminum foil, that the tin foil is not readily available in rural areas, but the beauty of having a neighborhood leader, a community leader to go ahead and to set up. And we've even had farmers in parts of East and West Africa where they've go ahead and done just, you know, food swap bar bartering with someone in, in the kind of the greater urban city regions to go ahead and get a bunch of aluminum foil and trade for food. I mean, bartering, as you guys know, is still very alive and well in the developing world. And so that is one way, you know, where they just traded, you know, a truckload of food for, um, you know, getting um, a bunch of aluminum foil uh, out to a village area. So you just do it, you know, every few months. This is not something you need to uh, go ahead and do as a daily or even weekly thing. These things last for a while if you're careful with them. And so um, when you are using a black pan uh, to go ahead and cook whatever you're cooking in them, and we like the box style aluminum uh, uh, foil solar ovens the best, the box style cookers seem to 
be the way to go um, and usually allow for more space, you know, when you're trying to fry uh, foods in them, that you go ahead and you make sure if you're stirring uh, the liquids every five to 10 minutes, if you have food, you need to just like, you know, on a, a grill or an oven, you need to go ahead and rotate the food every five to 10 minutes. So it cooks evenly. And of course, it's going to take longer um, to cook uh, different foods. And that's something that depending on how much sunlight you get, um, or how, how strong or the local environment, how warm it is, that's something you're going to need to play with and, and be, you know, aware of for, you know, what it takes using a solar oven to cook meat thoroughly, uh, or to cook eggs or whatever it is you're cooking. But this is something that, uh, again, there's no need for foreign workers to go to other parts of the world to teach how to do this. This is something online that community leaders have been able, you know, that local community leaders to their own indigenous areas uh, and the most rural areas have been able to bring to their own countries. This is something very, very uh, doable. And uh, it's just something that we just don't see done in almost any of the places we work. And when we start doing it, um, this is uh, this is life-changing. There are babies and children that are alive because some of our community partners and community leaders, you know, from again, just parts of everywhere uh, are using uh, for their, their local village or their small towns or whatever, where they get plenty of sunlight in these areas and they are now um, changing lives. So we hope you can go ahead and look into it, uh, use our free resources for it. And again, prevent smoke inhalation death of people who are using indoor uh, open fires and, you know, where especially the children, I mean, children, just there's so many children and babies we lose to smoke inhalation death because uh, their lungs can just not handle it. So we really hope you, um, you join on to this and we will talk to you soon.